Right. Hello and welcome to East Norfolk's very own politics podcast, Ian the Loop. I'm your host, Jared, um, together with Sam Hello. and potentially, are you speaking today or are you not? I am speaking. Well, yep, we've got our editor, Dylan. He's started... Yeah, you started speaking a lot more recently, actually. Um, yeah, because there's only three of us. <laughs> yeah. Desperate times, desperate measures. Yeah, we need, we, we need to recruit more first years. Anyways. First years, join us, please. Yeah. Please, we're I... desperate. I won't be doing much of the speaking today, as you can probably tell from my voice, I am quite unwell, but we're sticking to the grind, we're doing more politics podcasts, right, anyway. This will be Jared's last episode. (laughs) (laughs) Allegedly. (laughs) It's been a bit of a running joke for the past 10 minutes, anyways, right, topics for today. Um, Liz Truss's chief of staff is being investigated. Um, um, Liz Truss's energy plans, which were revealed Quite a while ago, but of course, yeah, the, mean, queen, the Queen the unfor- Queen, unfortunately passed away. There's not much we could really do about yeah. it. We had an episode planned, but obviously that yeah. had to go down the can. Yeah, I think things um, happened. And this morning, uh, Vladimir Putin has decided to partially mobilise the population of Russia. So where do you guys want to start? Should we start with um, the chief of staff being investigated? Yes. Yeah, should. the one I know the least about because I've been in bed for the last few days fair enough i had an article and it's now just crashed give me a second here we go we've got it again so her chief of staff who's called mark Fulbrook, what a name has um been a senior role he's been the chief of staff for quite a few actually um prime ministers was in charge of david cameron's as well but yes he's been involved in it scandal potentially involving lobbying um united states politicians Including in one case to stop an investigation in himself, which raises alarm bells. It's quite worrying. I mean, he spoke as a witness in a bribery case against a financer and Tory donor named Julia, uh, Julio Herrera Veltuni, which uh, I would recommend not getting into a legal dispute with a Tory donor because it doesn't really end up too no, well. They, they tend to have quite a bit of money and some pretty good lawyers. I mean, if you're donating to the Tory party, you've obviously got money to burn, like any political party. Mm. You've got an agenda to follow. Exactly. I don't know. I think it's a bit of a, a damper on an already shambles, unelected government mm. to say that it's been... That Liz Truss still backs him, by the way. She still yeah, supports it, him fully. But to know that you know government ministers are being questioned by the FBI... It's not the opening you want no. to your government, especially since for two weeks you've been paralysed. They haven't been able to do anything during the Queen's morning which isn't their fault, that's out of their control. But it makes them look like they're not doing anything. The investigation's related to um, uh, oh, Julia Herrera Velutini, I think is the proper way to pronounce it. Yeah. He uh, promised to keep the, the governor of Puerto Rico in power if they dismissed an official investigation into a bank he owned there. So obviously the person who he was trying to help isn't the governor anymore, so they can't really help him. But, but like I that, don't know. this whole thing sets off alarm bells that Liz Trust is willing to keep someone in her government at such a high position who is being investigated for such a major issue. Well, they're not being investigated. They're they're a witness to no he, the, even uh, then. The, no, he's also being investigated separately. Is he? Yeah, he he's been considered as part mm. of the case because right. he he's a major part within that business. And the bank. Then it's just not a look. It's not a good look for the it's government not. yet again. If I was this trust right now, I would be getting rid of him just to 
sever any connection to the scandal. Well, I thought, you know, wanting to avoid scandals would come, you know, just after Johnson fell yeah. because of scandals. I thought you want to avoid that. But it turns out politicians don't learn too well, do they? Mm. It's, it's a bit alarming overall. Well, it is said often in politics that a day is almost as long as a year yeah. for any regular person. Absolutely. And it shows that potentially maybe politicians only really tend to have day-long memories as well. Mm, they don't learn. This was a, it was a voluntary engagement with the US authorities, which I don't, I guess it looks somewhat Slightly good. Better. You don't have to be forced to speak mm, to the you're FBI. You're holding your hands up and saying, but yet again, yeah, you still it. have to it's talk still... to the FBI, so not looking good. It's not looking great. It'll be interesting to see where this goes over the next few days, if this develops onwards or if it's it just, just fiddles out. I, I think it'll be swept under the rug, mm, like I, everything else over the past couple I, of days. I think this will just kind of vanish. Which is Liz Truss's energy plans. So, a few days ago, she promised that we will not be rationing energy in this country at all, whilst also saying that the higher bills are worth it to stand up to Russia. Oh, is it? Well, I mean, yes, it, it is. is. I mean, we'll, we'll get to Russia later on, but it's reassuring that she's saying we won't have to ration, but I'm not sure if I believe her. Like... How does she know? Exactly. How does she know? How can she predict the future that we won't have another major energy crisis? Like Nord Stream One, that's not coming back online, and that's no. gonna that's gonna severely hamper things. But she's offered lots of support, like capping of energy bills to the public. I mean, the, it was supposed to rise by eighty percent. I just like to say that maybe reducing energy bills would be a good idea, not just capping it, because um, you're still paying higher prices for the same amount of energy. Exactly. It's still happening. We need to shift our industry away from fossil fuels, which is the cause. Also, this cap doesn't cover Northern Ireland. Does it not? It needs it needs legislation to be put in place because Northern Ireland uses but a legis- system to us. But Northern Ireland is paralysed. Oh so, my god! So Trust has promised that this is going to happen everywhere equally across the UK, but without legislation by the Northern Irish devolved government, which doesn't they exist, they can't put it in place because they're still stuck oh in a deadlock god. over the last election. I know. So that, that means in, if you're in Northern Ireland, you've basically had it. I mean, you're screwed. You won't get the support because your parliament's not saying. Oh, my God. So and that's one thing that the government, yet again, hasn't particularly talked about is Northern Ireland. It's Northern Ireland, which kind of came up recently because Biden said we will not be having a trade deal until we sort out the, the um, Northern Ireland protocol, which is a mess at the moment. Which I think I think that's fair of Biden. Oh, yeah. If, if, we're not, if we're messing up trade deals with the EU, then with the US, why, it's going to be a whole Why should America trust us? I mean, we've been doing individual trade deals with states for the past couple of years because we're allowed to do that. Cause, and so are they because they're technically their own semi-country in themselves because of a federal system. Mm. But a whole trade deal with the US would probably mitigate a little bit of Brexit. Not fully, obviously. No, because but we'll, it, we'll never it would help. Back. We'll never get that back. She also confirmed yesterday that businesses are going to get um, support as well. This will only last for six months in comparison to two years for everyone else. But what it will do is it will half everyone's energy bills in business, which is a lifesaver. I think it's so many. I mean, it's only, they're halving it for predicted levels. So if prices go up, then... Yeah, and then if prices go up more, then we're in. Then they're in well, no, no, that's good then, because they'll, they'll be stuck at the predicted level, half the predicted. So if they skyrocket... It's capped at so that does it now. not fluctuate then? Do they not change it based on no? From what I've gathered, they are the they've hurt, hard capped it at a number they haven't confirmed because you know that okay, would be okay. simple. Yeah, and while and while people might think that this might be 
a net negative just essentially due to the effects it would have on major businesses as of course major business would probably be able to pay those larger bills perfectly fine but at the same time it it's a brilliant piece of news from independent sort of family-run businesses independent businesses this as a scheme whole. starts on the 1st of october though so they've got just no i think it's about nine or ten more days until yeah which the end, which is quite good which while at the same time as not being that long could also be an eternity for some people yeah but it, it's good that help is coming yeah. help is on the way which is so much better than what we had under boris who was well, just saying this is not my problem Johnson said it was his next government's problem then parliament didn't sit for weeks mm. so johnson, it's about time johnson watched as this crisis built up and did nothing and then just said right bye well when it when he realized he wouldn't be the one man to solve it he didn't he just he just didn't, didn't bother he bother. was like right can't get the glory for this one I'll be honest, I don't even know where Johnson is these days. He's still a backbencher. He's only contributed once. Really? Oh, okay. Which was the Queen's condolences. But to be fair, nothing else has happened since then. True. I thought he'd be more outspoken against Trust because I give I mean, it he time. said he said that he backs her, but he again he said he wants to run the next time. No, so. g- give it time. I think he will yeah. become a, a big fawn in the government side. And, just and like you, under May. And yeah. You also have to remember just how much of an ego hit really losing his position as prime minister must have been so well i think he'll definitely bounce back in a sense right a well-needed ego hit yeah yeah this is boring back to reality well i definitely think he will bounce back in a sense oh yeah he'll definitely come back and definitely be very much outspoken in the future i do believe for the next year or so maybe he won't be doing much speaking at all i think he's going to spend the next year's Blossing in the background, he's going to be quietly there. What luck he did after Mayor London. Planning a return. We haven't heard the last of Boris Johnson, mark my words. And this is something the podcast will get wrong again because we have a tendency to do that. It's very rare rare that we get anything right. Yeah, so we've just saved the country from Boris Johnson. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Well done (laughs) us. What's interesting is the support for businesses is only lasting six months which is a quarter of the time that everyone else is getting help for. It's a bit odd that she's throwing businesses under the rug. Well, I guess our last government has been focused on business, more business, more employment. Mm. And I guess she thinks they can sustain themselves after six months. I guess more economic guess activity so. might happen if the energy bills are capped. And again, like I said earlier, that mainly depends on the size of the business. Like, obviously, this scheme will be a lifesaver for the smaller businesses. But once it's over, what happens? They said they're going to review it at the end of this period if it needs to be extended or if more targeted support is needed. But then, what does that mean? Those criteria. I would be extremely surprised if they didn't extend it. Oh yeah, it'd be... well, when is it in six yeah, months? Again, it is Open a conservative government. March. March. They do enjoy their cuts, so I wouldn't mm. put it past them to just cut it off. She has also said she's going to be implementing tax cuts, which has come under heavy criticism because that tends to favour the rich. But she has flat out said, why is that a bad thing? Do you know our cost of living support helps the rich more than the poor? Yeah, overall, the rich yeah. are being better off than this, which is insane. The people that can survive this are getting more money, whereas the people struggling are barely getting what they need. It's madness. Since this is not representative of the college's opinions, classic Tory. Yeah. Um, sh- Shall we move on to our next topic then? Yeah. 
which probably is probably the biggest topic of the yeah, lot. Definitely. Really. Um, this morning, this is like live news, very efficient for us, madness. This morning, Putin addressed the nation of Russia, which in itself is rare. He never talks to people. It was his first time since the uh, counteroffensive of Ukraine. First time since, well, first time he's addressed them since February twenty-first. Really? He has not addressed the Russian people since he started the invasion, and he basically gave an update, which really was one-sided, saying we are doing great, nothing bad is happening, we are denazifying Ukraine, all all the normal lies he's been spewing. Because I think we can call them lies. There's no point beating around that. Well, they're proven lies. Yeah. So, but like he said that he's now going to support the referendums in the. I can never pronounce these. Donetsk and Luhansk Oblast. Good thing we have you. Those regions of Ukraine, thank you. The occupied regions. Yeah, all all the occupied regions. If they should join Russia. Now, I'm not a political scientist, famously, not yet, anyway. But I think these polls are going to be rigged. I, I think it's a very safe chance. Allegedly. I, um, no, I wouldn't even go allegedly. I'd just, say it's not allegedly. Because like they, they can do it. Look, it's going to be, you're going to look at the results. But look at that. 110% of the population has voted in favour of Russia. That's a bit low, don't you think? So, I thought it would be about 175%. So it's See, a miracle. I've been waiting for the day that Donetsk and Luhansk had their own um, mm. referendum on it because Crimea had it. Also, they've been suggesting that, uh, South, well, South Ossetia has been saying they want to hold a referendum to join Russia. That's in Georgia. They've been semi-independent yeah. since 2008. But Russia said no. Really? They said, they said no to it. Wow. Because if they hold that as a frozen conflict, then they can hold power over Georgia. But no. because they're currently invading Ukraine by formally annexing the land, if they set foot on that territory, like they've said, then they can just use as many weapons as they want. Because hmm. technically, if Ukraine invades what would be Russian territory... That's then, the declaration of war. Yeah, the declaration war. of not, war. Not the special military operation we're currently under. Which I think is why I think that's why um, Putin was a bit worried when <laughs> Zelensky said that Crimea was on the table as well if they ended up doing well. Which I think now is it's fully possible they can get Crimea back. I don't think it is. Really? No. Because well, the Russians have said they'll use nukes if someone steps on their soil. Yeah, that is a concern. And since they consider Crimea mm. as their own territory, then I wouldn't. I don't I, know, I just, I think this, this war has dragged out for a long time. Um, Neither I, side will win. No, it's going to be still, mate. I don't think Putin will use nukes, period. He will not do it. I, yeah, I don't think he will. I, there is no logical scenario where there is a mushroom cloud over Kiev. See, he has, he has the manpower to fully invade Ukraine, but to be able to use that manpower like he did in the speech, yeah. partial mobilisation. I think the reason he's only doing partial, not full, is because to do full mobilization, you have to declare war under yeah. international law. That's why it's only partial. But if you read into it, the terms are anyone that's a military service can be conscripted. Russia Two million. has. Pardon? Two million. Two million. Russia has mandatory military service. That's most of the population. But they won't. They obviously won't say that. Flights outside of Russia. Yes, they're, they're all booked up. They're, they're all... immensely expensive at the moment. Ever since the announcement this morning, if you, you cannot at, book a flight out of Russia. If you look at Google Trends in Russia, the term "how can I leaving Russia" and all terms like that, the graph literally just goes ninety degrees straight up. They are trying to get out desperately. Well, when the war first started, a bunch of a bunch of the Russian people decided that it was the best to leave, going to like Georgia. Some went to Ukraine as well. Because, ironically, it's a country you can go to. Yeah. Because some of them speak, almost half of Ukraine speaks Russian, so some mm. of them did go there. But then you've got Georgia, Central Asia, just places to escape. Well, from people the are regime. desperate. They don't want to fight in a war. 
they will do everything they can to get out. Well, Russian morale is low, has been low for months. It's in the months. floor. It's low and then six, the counter-attack <clears throat> in um, uh, Kharkiv Oblast. Wow. There's none. They, they've reclaimed, I think, about 6,000 square kilometers of land. Which Twice is the size of London. It, in, impressive feat. Yeah. Against what we thought was one of the strongest militaries in, about, in the world. I, I think it was about... They gained more than Russia have in the last five months in about Brilliant. maybe a week. Which is good because it's their land. You, you have to respect the determination of the Ukrainian people. They are not going to roll over. Well, they've proven that for months now. I remember when it started, I said, I don't give them a month. And yet here they are about six months later. Yeah, round about. Still kicking. I thought they would be yeah, able to fight just because the Russian military is leave the Russia. I, I have so much respect Yesterday for the Russian at people. Six PM. The Russian people. I have no respect for the Russian. I have no respect for the Russian. Well, you know what I mean. Russian leader. The Russian state. The Russian state. Russian people. I'm sure. Well, the me. Russian people have had, haven't had freedom in hundreds of years. I guess the day Russian democracy died was 1993. So they might have had a two-year gap from 91 to 93. But apart from that, something that's just come through. Biden is right now addressing the United Nations General Assembly. He's probably going to re- review um, everything Putin said. Cool he may also idiot. talk about Taiwan because he's the yeah. first time formally said that. I have this on the, the live US feed was... here. We'll bring you updates as we get them. Look at this. We're being really efficient. Here we are. Live news. When have we ever done this? Or a proper podcast now. Look at us go. But yeah, hey, bring the... that up. Bring that up. <laughs> the, the fact that he's having to mobilize shows he's desperate. He's, a, he's an absolutely desperate man. He knows if he loses, he'll be kicked out. Well, the war was supposed to be done within three days. Yeah, and what are we now? Six months. Bit more than three days. Seven, I think now. Yeah, because it was toward the end of February. Yeah, we are at seven. Well, almost. I, I think this was expected. Also, for for the Russians going, oh, oh, winter's coming soon. First of all, the war started in winter. Second yeah. of all, Ukraine's used to winter. It's like if anything, that'll benefit Ukraine. I think the winter will be tough for both sides. I I just feel sorry for those. <laughs> Who are caught in the crossfire, really. I don't think much will change. I think it will remain a stalemate for a long time. Mm. Unless some drastic intervention happens on either side, which probably won't. It will not happen. It will not happen. Say, it won't yeah. happen. No, but... Nothing will happen. Mutually assured, mutually assured yeah. destruction is that's too why, big a fear. That's why Putin won't use the nukes, unless he goes fully senile. But then even then, someone will probably step in in Russia and say, right, you have to stop. They're already starting. Yeah. Well, he, the needs, he needs the support of, of the oligarchs, and the oligarchs he's been murdering them every now and then, just yeah. chucking them out of windows. Well, so. the oligarchs quite like their big yachts and everything, and they're having them taken away. Yeah, and also the fact that nuclear weapons have only ever been used twice in war, and that was when their effects were not fully understood. We know what nuclear weapons can do now. We, no one would use them. No one in no the right sane line. person could say, yes, drop a nuke on that city. Yeah, because one goes, then another, yeah, then no, another. Then we're all gone. Yeah. And either we completely destroy the planet by means of pollution or, mm. yeah. It's terrifying. So we're going to talk about one other thing we forgot to mention in the intro, which is the um, Azerbaijan and Armenian border crisis that's been going on and the clashes that have happened there. This has been relatively buried in the news recently because of the Queen. I didn't know about this until about 20 minutes before we started. Well done, Sam. Uh, well, I guess what we can say is this is another frozen conflict because of the Soviet Union. Mm. And unfortunately, I don't, I don't think Armenia can win this. 
because there was a war in uh, late 2020 over Nagorno-Karabakh, which is the region they fight over because it's ethnically Armenian, but a part of Azerbaijan. The UN recognizes it as a part of Azerbaijan. Right. Armenia doesn't. And Armenia used to have the backing of Russia. I say used to because at the moment Russia isn't willing to sell them weapons or anything because mm, they're for their own. They're busy. And the Azerbaijani prime minister had a call with Putin about about something and right. what a lot of the international community is guessing is that, that was because of the uh, or that's because Probably. what was going to start the border clashes. This has been happening for years though, and the fact that it got buried in the news is quite terrifying. The, the because fact- it is, it is a, this could end up being another war. The same with um, Kyrgyzstan and Tajikistan. Could, in the and in, in the Fagana Valley, they've been having a lot of fights recently. Border, unmentioned. border officers are actually fighting each other, aren't they? There was yep. actual shooting. Eighty, I think it's about eighty-six, and then a hundred on each side. Armenia lost over a hundred. Azerbaijan lost eight years. Both of them are accusing each other. No one knows who started it because news sources aren't exactly the best, and also mm. they favour each other's side. But there's a serious risk of another war breaking out in that region. Yeah, with Ukraine and then Armenia and Azerbaijan. We don't need another war. Especially in former Soviet territories. Yeah. Russia was, I say was the peacekeeper. Russia's, modern Russia's the cause of all of the problems. Mm. And also has used their power to stall the conflict so they can get economic concessions out of the other mm. countries. Because our, Armenia is in CSTO, which is the Russian version of NATO. All right. But they are they're being largely ignored because of... Ukraine and then Kyrgyzstan and Tajikistan have, have had massive border clashes along their border. The main issue with their border is that it's undefined. So both right. countries claim large parts of the others. And that leads to issues. And it does lead to issues and that oh, another war might start there. But mm, I don't think many people will know about that just because of if you were to walk the Queen someone, being such a such a focus over the past couple of weeks. Like I, I didn't know about this until you said it. Mm-hmm. If you were to walk out up to a random person in the street and say, what's going on in Azerbaijan? They'd be like, huh? Some might know. Another mm. thing that a lot of people have been uh, missing out on is Armenia. No, sorry, not Armenia. Uh, Iran protests over the death of a woman yes. who didn't wear a hijab. She was that... murdered in prison. The story is horrific. And now there's quite a lot of women now in the streets. Massive protests. Burning hijabs. Cutting even. their hair, which it, it, to us may seem like nothing. But, but in their religion, that's huge. It is. But those are incredible acts of bravery of these women. Especially considering how they're treated in that country. I commend them for it. Mm, I fully respect that. I, I don't think any of us could do something like that. No, as much as I'd love to, no. Yeah, no, we couldn't. I mean, like, the whole story with her is ridiculous. The police are saying, oh, she had a sudden heart complication. No. Bull. Complete no. rubbish. Like, you don't just have a heart complication and drop down dead. It doesn't happen. Well, not in these sections. No. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but... I'd, I'd defend my freedom to the death. Yeah. Well, I guess your rights in Iran, you don't have the right to dress nope. in your own choice. There are there, there are hijab police in Iran. They go around checking if women are wearing hijabs or not. And it's horrific. You can just be murdered if you don't follow the state religion, which, which makes them even more brave than just anyone at the moment. Incredible bravery. I mean, I would sooner die than lose my freedom of choice anyway. Yeah. No. And get ready to die then. You yeah. live in modern Britain. Okay. Oh, God. Right. Uh, we have five minutes before this audio software kicks me off, so we probably need to wrap this up. Yeah. Um, is there that. anything else we really need no, to I talk think, about? No, I think we've covered everything. Uh, with <laughs> Biden addressing the UN, which I mentioned earlier, 
I've had it come through now. He Biden is saying that Russia is violating the UN Charter, which it is. He's saying that you don't need to be a genius to know. Yeah, that. he's saying that he M- Moscow should be shameful of what they have done as a prominent member of the Security Council, which is creating issues in itself because we can't go in into the UN because Russia just vetoes everything. Biden's yeah. saying that Putin made nuclear threats against Europe because he did, and oh, just. The US, Germany, and France said they would never recognize sham ballots, which is obviously the annexation of occupied territories. Which, I mean, it, it's not a bluff. You don't end the threat by saying this is not a bluff. Mm-hmm. That kind of undermines the threat. But uh, yeah, that, that, but comes, yeah um, that comes what Putin said. Well, I guess that's it then. Right. Yeah. And as per usual, we must say that this podcast, obviously, all the views expressed debate zone we don't associate well yeah we don't associate our views with what the college's views are we're not endorsed by the college yeah we're not endorsed by the college we merely just use the college to express our views and um i guess that's all we really have to say um yeah and thanks sam and dylan for carrying this podcast on on your backs um today i've surprisingly felt a lot better than i did this morning but still very very iffy but Hopefully yeah. next week back to full Hopefully. fitness. If I, I should also note that I don't know how much longer I will be involved in this podcast as yeah. I have started applying for apprenticeships and jobs. College oh, isn't off. yeah, college isn't really my thing. I've discovered that after yeah. what, two and a bit years. But you bet, will be missed. We yeah, do need to get more people on. Yeah, we need to get more people on. Better late than never. But yeah. Yeah, but but we we yeah. will hopefully at least have very competent host. We really do need to wrap this up. So yeah. we will see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you.